Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Dow of the Day. This is my, this is what I do on weekdays. I come on and I talk to you about the Dao De Ching. And the Dao De Ching is an ancient text written about 600 BCE, apparently, and you know, according to all things. Um, and I am here to help you kind of help live a more reasonable life. My, uh, the, the, the Tao Te Ching translates to the canon of reason, so it is the collection of writings, the canon of, uh, of reason, of how to live a more reasonable life. There are 81 verses in the Tao, and they all really kind of talk about some of the same things, but they talk about it in many different ways. And so if you are interested in picking a number between 1 and 81, I would love to have you come up and pick a number. The numbers are just different verses of the Tao, and so let's see what we have here. Uh, intention with sham is all I got. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know uh, how that would finish off, but I'm looking forward. And I, it's Shamanisis. Hi. Oh, Shamanisis. How are you? I am well. How are you? Wonderful. I uh, have seen your, I, your one of my favorite books when I was uh, getting into spirituality was the Tao of, oh, I'm going to go totally blank, <laughs> uh, from the 70s, I think it was. So when I saw your the name of your show, I just had to call in. Um, I'm oh, Shaman yeah. Isis, and I recently joined Wisdom about a week and a half ago, and I've been having a blast. Wonderful. Well, thank I, you for joining. I love so numbers. What are you doing today? So there are 81 verses in the Tao Te Ching, and, uh, and I ask you to pick a number between 1 and 81, and then we will read that, uh, we'll read that verse of the Tao, and then we'll go through it line by line, see if there's anything resonating. Very cool. How about 44? 44. Very good number. Thank you. So 44 states, fame or integrity, which is more important, money or happiness, which is more valuable? Success or failure? Which is more destructive? If you look to others for fulfillment, you'll never truly be fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Love that. That's so wonderful. what are some of your initial thoughts? What are some things that maybe popped out while I was reading it or, or things that like just stick Can you, with do you mind reading it one more time at, at uh, your normal pace? Mm -hmm. Fame or integrity, which is more important? Money or happiness, which is more valuable? Success or failure, which is more destructive? If you look to others for fulfillment, you will never be truly fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I think the, uh, the one about money, the part about money is so very true. Uh, myself, I stepped back from a, an established career to go into spirituality and i'm much more fulfilled pursuing full-time spiritual work than i ever was you know in terms of working full-time in the uh marketing and communications world mm. and uh at my most successful by traditional standards i was my absolute most miserable and interestingly enough it was a moment in, in terms of dealing with uh, fame uh, in my career because I was a, I worked in PR in New York City, so there were famous people about, especially in high fashion. And at that moment when I had that epiphany about how miserable I was, I was sandwiched between two really, really famous people. And I realized that no matter how successful that event was, uh, I was never going to be happy until I aligned myself internally, my mind, body, and soul. Hmm. nothing external will ever fill the void. It's just a bottomless pit. Mm, yeah, I like to call those hungry ghosts, right? 
Oh, I like that. Like, right. They just keep eating and eating and eating and, and you can never feed them enough. Right. You're, you're, when we look at fame or integrity, which is more important, like when you look at, like, you can be inter, you know, you can, you can be full of integrity at any moment, but fame is always that elusive thing. No matter how much you have, there's always a little more you can have. You know, oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. And, and people get addicted to it, and they start to sacrifice everything in their life just to keep it because it, you know, temporarily fills all these holes that we're talking about—the ghost holes—and yeah. then they need more and more. Like any good drug, they need more and more and more until one day they realize that all they're doing is working to stoke something that is meaningless at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting how how this verse utilizes these three words, important, valuable, and destructive, right? Fame or integrity, which is more important? Which is more important to you? Which is more important in the grand scheme? And then money or happiness, which is more valuable? What a wonderful word to use to talk about happiness and money, right? Money has this like weird intrinsic value and happiness is this thing that we have internally. Oh yeah, and it, and it is the thing that most people would pay everything they have for, but can be created without money. Right, and people buy and buy and buy thinking that like, oh, this money is valuable, so I'm putting it towards my happiness. I wanna go on vacation, I wanna have this big thing, I wanna have a house or a car or this or whatever. Yeah. And, and all of that, all of that value, once you have that thing, just slips away. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's why you have to, it's so important to be stable in your internal happiness, your consciousness. And that's what I love about consciousness. I mean, sure, we can have manifestations and goals that are really important to us and and pursue those things, but we, we have to have a stable foundation for our mind, body, and soul harmony because there's natural ebbs and flows. And you can't destabilize every time life happens you know and then when it goes up uh, the when the highs are super high you can you see them for what they are yeah and you know like and and this is where you know this next line success or failure which is more destructive you know when you get those really high highs of success it's like you know you're standing on the precipice of what will inevitably be a down yeah you know? yeah of course yeah. So that's, you know, like, and when we talk about destructive, how many successes do we look back at? Like, look at, look at all of the oil tycoons and look at all the, the energy people that have, you know, like ultimately like lived these high rich, you know, successful, like traditionally successful lives. And they've really uh, laid waste to so much of so many lives and so many, uh, so, so much of the planet even. Oh, absolutely. And don't, and you know, many of them just don't care at all. It's, it's narcissism on its most extreme. So then uh, we, we move into this next line. If you look to others for fulfillment, you'll never be truly fulfilled. And you know, like your story about being stuck between two famous people, it's like, you know, like, I'm, you're, you know, like the work that you did, where it's always, you know, like you, you, you're constantly on this, you know, hamster wheel of success of like, it's not enough. It's not enough. Let's do more. Let's get bigger. Let's have more. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens too, it's interesting that you say that because that's true for life, but it also happens in your job that when you achieve, like people convince us that in our jobs or our careers, when we achieve a certain level, everything will be okay. Just work to that goal and everything will be okay. But that's not how life works. Everything has to be okay without achieving the goal. And achieving the goal can be great. It can be icing on the cake. But what happens in most, especially in America, is that when you achieve that goal, they give you more responsibility and not the same equal pay. And then they raise the bar. Right. Because like a person who is a, is super you know, rich or super fit or thin, they get addicted to the high from it and they stop realizing that the, what, what goes into getting that to happen. Uh, so it's like this, you're right. It's never ending hamster wheel. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, just chasing that, that golden carrot on the stick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then are you going to be willing to do the hard work when the, when the high is over 
which is true for like, I think a lot of relationships and things, there's this whole chase aspect that I think it's glamorized in uh, movies and books when in fact, it's actually not the most interesting part. The most interesting part is the evolution of putting, raising yourself to, I'm not saying this, let me sure I'm saying this correctly, evolving so that the standard continues to, in a healthy way, continues to raise for what is, uh, for an exciting relationship. It should get higher and the two people should be working towards it together and continue to be just as, as happy and delighted in their relationship 10 years from now as they are when they get married. But so much of everything is about that first, those first few steps. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's hard work to be in a relationship and, and to get together with somebody and, and mash two lives, two completely different lives together in some fashion. Yeah. Absolutely. I love this. Do you, is, is this a regular uh, thing that you do with the town? Weekdays, weekdays. Yeah. Weekday morning, central time, sometime in the morning. So the next line states, if your happiness depends upon money, you will never be happy with yourself. And I think that that, you know, we really addressed that a little bit in the last, in the, through the last line as well. Like instead of a relationship with somebody, you have this relationship with money. Like, can you be happy with yourself within this relationship? Or is it dependent on how much uh, how much money you have or, or what you can buy? Oh yeah, I think it's very important to be sovereign and self-sustaining, to be aiming for that as best you can. And sure, some relationships will evolve, and and one may choose to to not work a traditional role. But if a relationship can, I think it will be much more fruitful if both people have their own security and uh, life purpose outside of the relationship that drives um, their own evolution. You know, uh, they're giving back. They're also creating a foundation of, of independence for themselves. Because people, I think that that starts to develop into a lot of unhealthiness when one person is dependent on another. And and I'm not saying relationships like that can't work because that's just the true reality, especially if one of the people is um, raising the children, which is a job in and of itself. Um, but uh, I think some way in which to approach those things where it shows that the per for that purpose, the person that is their life purpose and it should be treated as such, those things are really important to ensure that Two people who can, you know, you don't get into these situations, these dynamics where one person is, starts to take advantage of the situation. Mm. Yeah. And I think really it's, it's this idea, like what we're saying here is like, you know, if you look to others for fulfillment, you'll never be truly fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, it says money here, but if your happiness depends on anything external from yourself, you will never be happy with yourself. And exactly. so that's the, you know, when we get into relationship or when we find ourselves, wherever we find ourselves, it's so important to be able to understand that we have to be happy with ourselves. And if we're not happy with ourselves, then something needs to change. Yeah. You know, and that's the direction that we want to go in is be happy with ourselves. And that doesn't mean that the relationship is forfeit. It just means we have to change the way we're thinking. We have to change the way we're being. Maybe the relationship needs to end, but maybe it's just about like us looking at our triggers and growing into who we are. As we continue this piece to the last section, be content with what you have. You know, and I, I also like to add, be content with who you are. Rejoice yeah. in the way things are. Rejoice in the way things are in your life, the way that you experience them. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Oh, I think that's so incredibly true, but I don't think that's how most people are taught to feel or think. Uh, we're, we're taught, especially the American dream, I think there's something very insidious about the way the whole thing was was structured and what its impact on people's lives they were lit, basically being set up to see climbing a ladder as somehow their life's journey i'll go back to that line rejoice in the way things are 
you know, like there's a like whether or not that's true, like, you know, like I don't I don't believe in the American dream um, personally, but we can rejoice in the way thing in, in, in what it's brought us and we can rejoice in the way that that things are. And yes, we have we, you know, like you, the shaman Isis and, 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 you know, other individuals here on, on wisdom have found their way from that and have found a deeper understanding. And when we realize there is nothing lacking as we are on the journey to doing, the whole world belongs to us. So true. I was, uh, single for a really long time and, uh, finally, uh, was called to start step out of that and start to open myself up uh, because a relationship for me is uh, important. It's not. It's an in, important in terms of the work that I do in some aspects, which is a whole other story. But uh, I had gotten. I'd been unhappy for a really long time and was a hundred pounds overweight. And for me, I wanted to take care of myself, get myself on the right track and established and healthy and functioning and all those things, mind, body, and soul, uh, before I opened the door to something. And I think that's one of the hardest things they want. A lot of people want, or we're taught to go seek the validation and the high of attention. And then, and then uh, you'll be okay. And then you can go get. Oh, you cut off. If you wanted to come back up and land that really quick, I would be happy to bring you back up. Um, Energy Lady is next. We're going to get to you as soon as uh, Shaman Isis is done. And we're going to probably land this really quick. Where it cut off. <laughs> I was just saying that I lost, you know, that I chose to, you, I think it's important to take care of yourself and not look, seek the, val a lot of people will go seek the validation of trying to get the attention of people because that makes them feel temporarily good where I had to choose to take care of myself and go get healthy. I lost a hundred pounds, uh, in that pursuit of making sure that I, I was whole and that's hard for us to do because we're not taught that. And what's one of the things I'm trying to teach people through my own work is that your mind, body and soul harmony is very important before you go out seeking to mix with another person. I think that's beautiful. And I think that that lines with what we were talking about here. So thank you so much. Shana. You're so welcome. Have a beautiful day. You as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Nancy's going to come up. Oh, energy lady. What? <laughs> I read the name. What am I reading the name for? I know you. What's going on? Nancy? You know what? It doesn't matter. I changed it on purpose. Good. Yeah. Changed it for the purpose of me. What do you think of that? Well, that's the only purpose there is. Right? Yeah, so how are you? That was a great I'm conversation. I enjoyed yeah. that conversation. Yeah, it was the first time uh, Shaman Isis and I have interacted, so that was nice. Yeah, she's got good perspective. You know, enjoyable perspective, I should say. But yes, um, the number two jumped in my face when you came on, so I'm <laughs> going with it. When people see some things as beautiful, other things become ugly. You know, it's interesting where we start here uh, and I'm just going to cut in really quick. Yeah, go say, for it. You know, like as you as you just mentioned, you know, she has a good perspective and you pulled <laughs> that back and she has an enjoyable perspective. Right. Yeah. Like the idea that it's like, no, nope, it's enjoyable to me. This is how I'll express yes. it. I don't have to explain. I don't have to put it in the category of good and bad. And so yes. here we go. When people see some things as beautiful, other things become <laughs> ugly. When people see some things as good, other things become bad. <laughs> Being and non-being create each other. Difficult and easy support each other. Long and short depend upon each other. No, no, no. Long and short define each other. High and low depend upon each other. Before and after follow each other. Therefore, the master acts without doing anything and teaches without saying anything. <clears throat> Things arise and she lets them come. Things disappear and she lets them go. Mm. She has but doesn't possess act but doesn't expect when her work is done she forgets it that is why it lasts forever uh, that's beautiful okay bye yeah. <laughs> no that's awesome i mean because the the little debate that's been going on inside of me because of the paradigm shift of going from them to me um 
which, you know, has definitely in my world has been defined as being super selfish. And how can you think you're helping people when you're not, you know, focusing on others? And I realized through my wonderful journey that focusing on others is great as long as I take care of me first. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't something I knew. So this is very exciting because that I don't do the good, bad. And so when I said that, I'm like, no, I'm going to really define what that means to me. <laughs> but yes, let's keep going. Let's, yeah, let's, I wanna, let's do it our way. This is the, this is the thing that, you know, you know, I like to bring in the end to the beginning because there, are, there is a little bit of a disconnect. There can be a disconnect here because like we start when people see some things as beautiful, other things become ugly. When people see some things as good, other things become that. That is the creation of those opposites. And, and I look at the end of this and I say, and it says, things arise and she lets them come. Things disappear and she lets them go. And, and when I hear those words, I'm like, you, you, you accept things for what they are. They're not, yes. they're, they, they needn't be defined in any way. They needn't be expressed, even if they make you feel tense. You know, that tension is your defining it. Yes. And so when you can get to a place of not, like, of, of separating yourself from that tension, meaning you stop thinking, right? You stop, you stop, you stop the, the contributing of definition to this moment, then you don't have to see it as ugly. You mm -hmm. don't have to see it as bad. You don't have to see it as frustrating. Things arise and she lets them come. Things disappear and she lets them go. She notices them. She right. recognizes them. She recognizes that, oh, this caused tension. I can let that go. Right. And then I can let that go because the tension was in my defining that before I uh, was aware it was going to come. She has but doesn't possess, act but doesn't expect. And that's a big, big aspect of this idea of not defining. If you don't, if you can act without any expectation, because how much expectation is in our actions? Like they're hidden in there. No mm -hmm. matter how much we think we have no expectations, we often do. <laughs> right. Because, because we're continuously, I'm continuously learning what that means to me. Right. Because of the definitions. I mean, the, the fun that I, you know, me. Um, the fun that I have is the oxymorons. Let's just keep talking about the oxymorons. The yeah, the way people, you know, the way it's 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 ingrained, trying to be ingrained in humans, and that's that's kind of the fun of the journey for me. And yeah, uh, what my my thing was was um, standing out. That was that was a scary thing for me. You know, mm -hmm. to be me, to be who I am. It's like, no, you, you can be who you are as long as you do it our way. Right. And that's what I'm learning in, you know, right now. And it's actually a lot more fun inside of me because it feel it just feels better. Yeah. And, you know, as you, as you kind of move towards things that feel better, you're going to carry less stress. Mm -hmm. You're going to like really become younger. Even you're going to have more energy. You're going you're, you're to become more elastic. You're going to be able to, to go and do more things. You're going to, you know, rather than closing yourself off into a singular concept, you know, um, and this is, you know, so, so we started, we start number two with when people see something as beautiful, other things become ugly. When people see some things as good, other things become bad. So there is this definition, right? We we're talking now about like this idea of we define things. We define things beautiful, ugly, good, bad. When is this going to happen? All of the things that are going on with the January 6th stuff, all the things that are going on with global warming, all of these things that we're experiencing right now, we can define them as good or bad or beautiful or ugly or all of this stuff. But mm. we move into this next section of this, you know, this these five groupings of being and create each other. Built <clears throat> and easy, support each other. Long and short, define each other. High and low, depend upon each other. Before and after, follow each other. So these are all the opposites, right? These I was going to say, one, what I feel that is, is that those are laws of the universe. You can't change them. 
you can't change how it works no matter what it's it is what it is yeah being and non-being create each other like exactly but good and bad are choices of emotions but being a non-being is is just what it is mm. i don't know if that makes sense difficult and easy support each other mm -hmm. long and short define each other high and low depend upon each other before and after follow each other i think these are you know like as we're looking at this you know these are like the being and non-being is interesting because when you when you are being you have access to the non-being you have access to the Tao, and then that creates being that creates your action that creates something you know without without pretense you can be mm-hmm Mm -hmm. You can, because, yes. it, it, but it's a given. But without one, you don't have the other. Right, exactly. So it's it's kind of like I tell people all the time, you're trying to control the universe by, by thinking, trying, and I say trying on purpose, mm -hmm. by thinking that you can control the law of attraction. Well, then tr show me how you can control the law of gravity, and then we'll go from there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like in, in, the, in all of these, it's like, whether it's high or whether it's low, it doesn't matter because exactly. it's all about, it's, you know, it's all about how we're defining it because exactly. something else could be much, much higher. And then all of a sudden the, the, uh, or, or much taller, you know, like tall mm -hmm. and short, long and short define each other. You can be, you can be on a long journey, like Julie's on a long journey. But when she's done with it, it's going to be really it's, short. Her experience right. of it is going to just be a simple memory. Right. Or and to let go of that all together. That was what that's yeah, that's where I was going because I look at what's gone on in my life and this number two is defining what I was definitely living in. And I don't want to live in that anymore. And I, that's why I'm laughing, going, Yep. And then, you know, having Isis come up and talk, you know, she she that was part of mine. Yeah. You know, so that's 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 really cool. And then it finishes off, therefore the actor mac act the master acts without doing anything and teaches without saying anything. Yes. That's the thing, like it, the master doesn't have to define good or bad. The master doesn't have to express what is good or what is bad or what is right or what is wrong. Long and short define each other. The master doesn't have to. The master doesn't have to depend on high or low. High or low depend upon each other. Difficult or easy doesn't need support by the master because they support each other. And everybody will experience those things as themselves. You know what I like about that is that's what I've been kind of just stepping back from is figuring out the way that I want to be yeah. when I'm at, when I'm, you know, just like right now. And I keep, at, you know, just ask myself, what are the things I love to do, you know, all the time? And I'm like, I like to talk. I like to create. Yeah. I like to be colorful. All right, that's all I'm going to do. And everything else will come into place because nothing else works. I've tried all the other stuff that supposedly makes it work. Eh, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, you know, like this moves out. Like this is where we started, like to compare that beginning. Things arise and she lets them come. Things disappear and she lets them go. Yes. And, and that you know, is still a learning thing for me. Go ahead. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that is like when something arises and arising and disappearing are opposites as well. Coming and going are opposites. And, and so things arise and she lets them come, things disappear, she lets them go, things are beautiful, she lets them be, things are ugly, she lets them be. It's, it's all of this sort of being present moment to moment and allowing that those other things that are present with us to hold that space are. as well. Right, without, without definition. Right, without having to put it in any sort of box or even put ourselves in any sort of box. Right. Of expectation or, or presumption. Right. She has but doesn't possess, acts but doesn't expect. And that is what I'm enjoying right there. Act and doesn't expect. Yeah. 
That's one of my favorite things I'm learning because that was not that was something that was definitely not an understood thing for me. And 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 I and I like it. It's I want I want more people to feel that. Yeah. So I'm going to be it and see what happens. <laughs> you know, and I was talking with 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 Shaman Isis a little bit ago and and we were talking you know, a little bit about this idea you have, but don't possess, you know, the whole world belongs to you, right? Like when you can get to that place, the entire world belongs to you. So you can walk outside and you can have this tree, you can have this grass, you can have this breeze, but you don't have to possess it. You don't have to own it. You know, we were talking about the idea that like, uh, you know, like you can own a lot of things that, you know, maybe make you feel good for a little while. But when you can be in this place, you know, of just not expecting, but having without possessing, you can have the entire world. Right. And when I was listening to you guys, what I kept hearing was, you know, the black and white doesn't work. This is what was going through my head. Black and white doesn't work. The gray area does, because then it's more of an appreciation factor for it being what it is. Right. And that, that's a definite newness to my heart. And I like it. I like it. So... Yeah. No, this is beautiful. I'm so glad this, I jumped in. Go ahead. This last line, when her work is done, she forgets it. That's why mm -hmm. it lasts forever. And that's a big thing. You know, that's a big reminder for me as well. Sometimes I remember too much stuff. You know, and I don't remember much, but, but I still could forget more. And I yeah. really want to just be here in the moment. Where sometimes I allow that last moment to follow me. I get that. And you know what? When I was working with clients, they always wanted me to remember. And I told them in the beginning, I don't. Don't call me up and think that I'm going to know what I did, what I told you, because it's not right. for me to have. And right. that that's what I want to live for myself at all times now. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I talk about writing that way where it's like you write something down and it was it was right when you wrote it. Yes. But five minutes from now, it might not be right. And I might not even agree with it. Right. right. <laughs> you know, even though I was the one that wrote it, and it was true when I wrote it, it might not be true, nor might I, nor might I agree with it at this moment. So, so you know, like this moment is this moment, and yes. it is only this moment, and it has nothing to do with what brought us here because we might right. not have have this might not be a linear experience at all. And hey, sounds like a child on a playground, right? You just go out there, you play, you enjoy, and the next thing is the next thing. They don't think about it for the rest of the days. You know, they just play. They just play. Thank yeah. you so much, Energy Lady. Love you. Oh, Dr. Rao jumped down. Um, Empress. Not that I wanted you to wait anymore. I love talking about Chicago sister. What's going on? Good morning. How are you doing today? I am doing beautifully. Very blessed today. How are you? Oh, I am getting over COVID. Oh, girl. <laughs> Where'd you pick that up? From my husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, that's why you all haven't seen me, because my last, the last time I was on, I was feeling a little sick, but really wasn't. I, you know, I just thought uh, maybe I'm catching a little cold or something, and ended up having to go to the hospital. Had COVID, so I'm just mm. coming out. You went. So now. did you? Did you do a stay in the hospital? Only overnight. Okay, that's still a stay. Yeah, only overnight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, you know, just now coming out the woods, trying to get my strength back up, and. Uh -huh. uh, continue what I was doing, but I loved your conversation with Nancy. That was such a beautiful conversation. Mm. Uh, she picked Thank a you. wonderful number um, this morning. I did not get a really a chance to hear the other lady because I just came in. Yeah. But you have been on my mind. A couple of things I got to tell you. I'm coming back to Chicago next year. Yay! All right. <laughs> I'm getting out of Texas. This heat down here is just brutal. Yeah. Brutal, 104, 107. It's brutal. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. No rain, nothing. It is no. brutal. I can't take it. Well, that's the nice thing about Chicago. When it gets hot, you know, <laughs> it gets in, you know, upper 90s, lower 100s sometimes. Yeah. But then, but then, you know, like within a couple of days. It, it cools off. It, it, you get a good rain. Yeah. 
you get know? a good rain and you got lake michigan breeze and that's all right that you can you, you can do it all man you can get up early and you can get your ass out there and just like breathe that nice air like right off the lake yeah i told my husband i said i'm sorry but you know we gotta go back i i cannot do this it's <laughs> okay so it'll be next year sometime because you know when you relocate long distance that's a plan yeah 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 no, but I've... yeah but uh i i you were on my mind while i was sick i had a dream and i dreamt 777 so i don't know what that number is so in lieu of the three sevens i'm gonna go with 77. 77. Hmm. Okay. Well then let's, let's look at this in relation to COVID. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. We're okay. going to like, that's just an intention. I don't know if it's going to link or anything. Okay. It acts in the world as it acts in the world. The Tao is like the bending of a bow. The top is bent downward. The bottom is bent up. It adjusts excess and deficiency. So there is perfect balance. It takes from what is too much and gives to what isn't enough. Those who try to control, who use force to protect their power, go against the direction of the Tao. They take from those who don't have enough and give to those who have far too much. The master can keep going. Nope, the master can keep giving because there is no end to her wealth. She acts without expectation succeeds without taking credit and doesn't think she is better than anyone else. Mm, that's interesting because um, when I heard you mention before about um, what was it? Um, I call it accepting but not expecting. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I learned many, many years ago. And I began to practice <clears throat> because oftentimes our expectations make us fall into failure. Mm. Because we, we expectations cause you to frame things with timelines and, and visions and shapes and dates and, you know, all it just sets things. you, it sets it just, you up. It sets you up for failure. Yeah. So if it doesn't come in the form in which your mind has shaped, mm -hmm. then you become mm -hmm. disappointed. <laughs> yep. You know, so I learned many years ago to uh, really master that for myself. Yeah. You know, because um, you at some point along your journey get tired of disappointment. Mm -hmm. And it goes into alignment with if we are trying to fulfill our purpose, then we cannot have expectations. Right. Because then we're, we're, we're defining them. Right. And our purpose is something greater than can be defined. Absolutely. You know, and that's, you know, like a lot of people want to be able to, you know, I, and, and even energy lady and I were talking about that idea of like, once you write it down, it's over, right? Like you can't, it's not right. Um, but the, but in, in what we're talking about, it's like, once you can, once you understand your purpose, that's not your purpose, right? That's that like, like it has to be greater than that. You are greater than that. You are greater than what you can describe. Absolutely. Your mind is such a small thing. Oh. You know, we are so much bigger than that. And, you know, as, as it acts upon the world, the Tao is like the bending of a bow, the top bent down, the bottom is bent up. And there's, and when we look at this idea that you're bringing up this idea that like, oh, you have a purpose. It's like, that is the top but you have to bring the bottom up as well, right? Like you can, you can have this grandiose idea, but you have to be able to, to be humble in the fact that you don't know everything. Right. That you don't have the answer, that the answer isn't here for you to know. It is only here for you to 
Um, like the answer is only there to fool you into thinking you have the answer. That's just your ego. Right. Yeah. And I really hate I use the word purpose because I don't really believe in that word or like that word. But I yeah. just, it just kind of rolled out just for the conversation in of it to get my point across. Yeah. Because, you know, you are, you're absolutely right. We are definitely greater than the definement. That's why we're seeking it, because we don't know how to define it. Right. We're always seeking, you know, like I, I, we talk about the idea of structure and substance. The structure is the house, but the substance of the house is the empty space inside in which you yeah. live. And here, when you have, when you, like we're all, we all have deep purpose, you know, however we want to describe that. But when you try to put that purpose within a structure, you're closing yourself off to so much of you, mm. of all that you are, because your purpose is, is to be God. Right. And you can't, you can't describe, like, just because we have a word for God doesn't mean we understand it. You know, it's like, it's like people, you can ask somebody, explain infinity to me. Okay, well, here's this box that I understand infinity. But it's like, no, nah, fool, like, if you think you can express something that is that has never begun or never ended, or can you, if you can, if you can express that, you're missing or, the or point. experienced, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and as we look at this, you know, it's, it continues, it adjusts excess and deficiency. So there is perfect balance. It takes from what is too much and gives to what it isn't enough, you know, and if we were to look at COVID in that way, and it's taken people's lives, and it's taken, you know, like, and, and there is still deficiency here, because there is still, it is, there is, like, this is, this, there, there is a reckoning coming, right? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and I think that, you know, when we experienced two years of pandemic, I think people really started to recognize that their happiness is definitely mm -hmm. more important and more valuable mm -hmm. than just being in the constant race for money. When you and have COVID and you're trying to catch that next breath <laughs> yeah because it is a struggle with breathing you know it, it is a respiratory yeah. disease mm -hmm. and uh you don't think you you're not thinking about anything in your house you're not thinking about anything external in the world you're not thinking about what's on your desk at work that you need to get complete you know what i'm saying it is going when you mentioned earlier going i think you said from them to me mm. It is that process. Yeah. Returning back to what is really important. And that's breathing. And that's breathing. You know, and how many of us stop every day and just focus on our breath? How much, how, ma how many years have people been talking about meditation? Focus on your breath. Focus mm -hmm. on your breath. And here we go and we get COVID, which is something that you can't do anything but focus on your breath. Mm-hmm. Those who try to control, who use yeah. force to protect their power, go against the direction of the Tao. Imagine like if you're trying, like, like you have to be with your body, be with the disease while you are with the illness, while you have COVID. And you have to work with it in order to breathe. You're not going to try, you're not going to control COVID. You have to work with it. And you have to fight to be able to be there. And the more you control, the more you try to try to allow that, the more you try to allow that, the more you're going to be able to breathe. I think. I don't know. I've never had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, it puts you in your place. It does. Yeah. It does. Because I spend a lot of time just, you know, really in retrospect thinking and being still. You know, and I, I, and in my teachings, I am a huge advocate of stillness. Mm -hmm. And so, um, a lot of people don't understand the importance of stillness. And I say that when you get sick, that is the universe that is God now forcing you to be still because 
you can't receive the knowledge or information that you are supposed to receive because you're too busy in the world. So therefore you have to be forced. And then when you get to that place, that's a bad way. That's a bad way to become still. It's easier yeah. to do it on your own. But when you become still and then you are shown those things that you need to be doing or focusing on it in your life, then you create the value when you're in the valley. Yeah. And that happened to me with my MS, which is what brought me on this journey, mm -hmm. on the journey of healing through my recovery and all of that, you know, healing, healing through my experiences of recovery, where before I was very much like, ah, I did it. I don't care. Like, you know, it was very much a, I, I was, I was like, look, like I had to leave a lot behind in order to get to where I was. And because I wasn't supported in the way I did things, I kind of shrugged my shoulders and said, well, whatever, I did it, you know, but then I realized that I had, I had a lot of information that I could, that I could partake and, and, or, or, or spread. And, and, and so that's what I did because I had to be still with my MS because I was bedridden for a while. Mm-hmm. She acts mm -hmm. without expectation and succeeds without taking credit and doesn't think she's better than anyone else. And that puts you, think when things put you in your place, you know, and that's the, and that's, you know, if we're going to bring it back to COVID, you know, it's just like, not, not, not that you had thought you were better than anybody else, but mm -hmm. just this idea that you can be present here in this moment with something that maybe we take for granted sometimes, our breath. Everyone on this planet takes for granted their breath. Yeah. Because without it, we cannot exist. There is no existence. But it, that that is the highest gift man has in his body is his breath so we often don't respect it until we are in some threatening situation and 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 and, and that's the truth i mean you know we just don't we 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 smoke cigarettes you know oh, yeah. so we you know we drink you do all of these things that uh, that Take those energy drinks. I mean, energy drink. I have only had like one or two of those in my life, but uh -huh. I know that they affect my breathing. Oh, a friend of mine used to drink them like they were Coca-Colas. And I kept telling him, I said, you know, you shouldn't, that's not healthy. Those are just chemicals, chemicals. And so he ended up having a heart attack and now he's on, um, uh, what the, you know, the breathing machine. I forget what you call it. I'm not, but, that oxygen. The oxygen, right. He's on the oxygen machine. So, you know, we think that because the world tells us things are okay. See, we're getting our instruction. Oh, you dropped. We're getting our instruction. You come back. Yeah, we'll land this real quick. You're getting, we're getting our instruction is where you end up. Saying we get out, we're getting our instructions from the wrong place externally, yes, and not internally. Exactly, exactly. And I think yeah. that you know, like when we we get that, you know, this is when I talk about living under the influence, right? We live under the influence of our parents, our teachers, the the society we live in, the culture, the the consumerism, all of the stuff. We're living under the influence of those things. And now that, you know, COVID happened, I think a lot of people, not not, not necessarily the disease, but the pandemic as a thing, um, you know, I think people are starting to realize that, like, I I, I do have the answer within me. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not better, my answer isn't better than anybody else's. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, so, if, so if you have a different answer, that's okay. Right, that's your answer. That's your answer. <laughs> and I support that. may not be my that. answer, that's your answer. But right. we have to learn how to respect other people's, you know, whatever they are experiencing. We can't challenge what they're, God is saying to them what the inside is saying to them. We can't challenge that. No. Because 
You know what I'm saying? He says, oh, really? Oh, so he, so God told you that, right? We can't challenge that because he speaks to each one of us differently. And he has a message. And we're all here to do something different. We're all here at different by frequencies and vibrations and, and levels of understandings and mm-hmm. all of that. We're all different. That's what makes us different. But we must learn not only who we are in terms of a human being, but we must understand who we are in terms of our spiritual intelligence. And our group so, intelligence, right? And like we, are, we, are, we are one. Absolutely. We are one. And so I need you to think differently than I do because right. I can't think everything. Right. So COVID has been a blessing and a lesson for me these past couple of weeks. Well, then it's been a blessing uh, and a lesson to each of us. So thank you for doing okay. that work for all of us. Okay, no problem. But I will see you soon. I'm coming back in now. All <laughs> I'm right, thank better. you. Love. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you know, like it ended really beautifully here with Empress, this idea that like she did work that we're all benefiting from. We can be grateful to all the people that suffered through COVID and had that experience. That experience is something that we as a, as, as a whole needed to have had. And each person who you know, came down with COVID and had the different experience contributed to that whole understanding, the conscious, the, the cosmic consciousness of all of us. And what a beautiful thing. And so thank you, Empress, for, for going through that. And thank you for sharing that with me. As it acts on the world, the Tao is like the bending of the bow. The top is bent down and the bottom is bent up. That was the beginning of 77. Thank you so much for listening to the Tao. Oh, we do have, oh, Mary Kay. Martin, I just hey. want to say, you look beautiful on Instagram. Oh. For you. <laughs> I am so happy for you. Yeah, that, that's me. And, Give her uh, a big hug from me, whoever. I will, I yeah. will. When I see her, I will. Yes. And yeah, she's a beauty. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming up and, and, and supporting that. Thank you. Yeah, and um, and I'll let you go because I know you wanted to go. So. Yeah, I was stepping out. But, yeah. So, but thank you. But, thank you for coming up, Mary Kay. Okay. I appreciate it. We'll that. do it another day. Sounds good. Okay, honey. Bye. Bye-bye. So uh, once again, this is Dow of the Day. You can find me here weekday mornings, uh, central time sometime. I usually pop up, you know, between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. Not that you have to uh, stick around and check on me. All you got to do is follow me and you'll get a push notification. If you benefit from the work that I do, uh, send me a little financial tip through Venmo at martinjohn underscore Garcia. You can find me on Instagram as Mary Kay has done and uh, see all the things that are going on and that I'm presenting. I definitely work in the realm of recovery. So and I talk about this concept of recovering too. So if you have uh, been on a journey of recovering from or if you have not been on a journey of recovery at all. Um, I, I talk all about what it means to recover to who you are. And this is part of my Dharma. This is part of my offering is Tao of the day. And uh, like I said, you come up, pick a number between one and 81. And uh, we do that weekdays. So today is Friday. I will see you all on Monday morning. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And until next time, keep recovering yourself.